what is going on beautiful people we are back at it again yet another episode of cells speaks podcast so last time i was talking to you guys right i was kind of hinting that uh, there would be something i'd be addressing and it is the fact that unfortunately i have been caught by the rona oh my goodness this thing has been just annoying um, I just thank God that it hasn't been like 10 times worse because I know people who have been through far, far worse situations and that hasn't been us. We haven't been in no cataclysmic situation. It hasn't been horrible, horrible, just, you know, kind of a couple inconveniences here and I thank God for that. But as I'm going through this, I'm like, man, you know, how could I make this value? But I thought there are really a lot of lessons that you could learn from this whole experience. So I thought, you know what? I will comprise a list of the lessons that the Rona taught me and I will share it with you guys. And, you know, my rule of thumb is always to bring value, to bring benefit benefit to my audience. And so here we go. Oh, and of course, before we get into it, I again want to just continue to say thank you and a shout out to all my supporters out there. If you haven't already, listen, leave a review, write out some nice, wonderful words if you're really feeling it, if you're really getting something out of it. Uh, hit me with the ratings and the stars. Much appreciated. If you could leave a five-star review, that'd be greatly appreciated. If, you know, you feel like this is a five-star podcast. If not, I just got to respect that. Um, and please, before we even get started, share this with five, three of your friends. Maybe not the same friends that you did last time, but different friends. Just to kind of help grow the movement. Um, you know, my downloads have been picking up. My listenings have been going up. So I definitely appreciate what you guys have been doing so far. And, you know, for those who heard that one episode, all my cheerleaders out there, please, 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 I need you to cheerlead, I need you to cheerlead. And all my spectators, hey, holla at me, let me know, you know, how you're taking the podcast, if you're enjoying it, if there's things I could do better, you know. But anyway, we going, we going. And so, the first one, the first lesson that I, I really learned from this uh, whole Rona experience is that we honestly take everything for granted, like everything. Unless you're really taking the time every day to really be intentional about being grateful, we really, really take so much for granted every day. I mean, from things like your sense of smell. You know, I mean, you would never think like, oh, wow, my sense of smell is definitely something that I need to be grateful for every day. And yet, (laughs) when you lose it, oh, you really wish you had it. Your sense of taste. Again, little things that like we have it all the time. So it's, it's regular. But until you actually lose it, you really realize like, wow. And the funny thing is, right? Well, let me not say funny, but the crazy thing is that there's people who live like this with no sense of smell, with no sense of taste. Like that's just regular life for them. And so for us who like, you know, you can taste sweet, something sweet. You can taste something salty, something tart. Like that's a blessing, man. And it's like, we just take these things so casually and like it extends, man, the fact that if you're able to walk, you know, if you're able to think your own thoughts, if you're able to operate in your own right mind, like there's just so much that we could be grateful for and things that we could find to be happy about. But it's like, are we taking the time to be intentional about it? And I promise you, there's just so much we take for granted, you know, even if financially you're not where you need to be, like the fact that you have shelter and you have enough of your basic needs. I mean, whatever it is you have right now, there are people who are less fortunate just looking at you in envy. You know, I mean, if you are with someone who loves you and cares about you, that is not easy to achieve. 
You know what I mean? We live in a very, very trifling world where you just can't even trust people anymore. So it's like to find a partner or a spouse who loves you, who cares for you, who is for you, that in itself is a big deal. You know what I mean? The the blessing of being able to have a child for those who are parents out there. And grant, don't get me wrong, children can be exhausting. Yes, they can be. But in that still, like having a child is a blessing. Like these are just things that we can't take for granted. And sometimes in life, we just get so comfortable, so used to the house and we're used to the car and we're used to the apartment and the lodging and we're used to a certain level of finances and we're used to it's just like oh it's expected and the moment it's not there it's like oh wait hold up and you have to start realizing like the life that you live it ain't always gonna be that way the things that you might be able to do might not always be that way and if you don't appreciate it now it's just gonna be a moment in time when it's taken away from you it might be too late So listen, man, you know, I know people talk about waking up every day and writing four to five things that they're grateful for. That might be something I start doing myself because I miss my smell. I miss my taste. And and there were so many things that I was able to do that I took for granted. It wasn't like a big deal for me because it just felt normal. And it's like, nah, man, nothing is really promised. Second one I got was um, the people around you are either protecting themselves from you or they're protecting you from themselves. And this has levels, like there's levels to this one because on a surface level, it's like, okay, you know, there's people out there who don't have COVID and they're going around wearing a mask because they don't want to catch COVID. But then there's people among you who have COVID and they're wearing the mask because they don't want you to catch COVID. And so, like, even if we take that into a relationship sense, like, there are people out there who are guarding their heart because they don't want to be hurt. And they've been through so much. And so that they walk around guarded. And sometimes it's it can even be guarded in the sense of, like, a friendship. They don't even want to make or build friendships because of the, what they've been through and the letdowns that they've suffered. And they go through life just being super careful, Right. And so when you come across these people, it's like, man, you're so guarded. Like, you're not even open. Like, you know, how can you even build a relationship when you keep yourself so closed off? And these are the people that feel the need to protect themselves from the world. But then you've got the other ones. The other ones who, like, they know that they're the problem. They know that they're the ones that have the issue. And they are the ones who are keeping themselves away from everyone else. And the funny thing is, right, both of these people look the same. The person who is trying to protect themselves from COVID, the person who has COVID, they both look the same. A normal person wearing a mask. Same thing as, as you would see in a regular everyday life. The person with the trauma, the person trying to protect themselves with the trauma tend to look the same. Just a normal person, you know, living life. And yet, while they look the same, they are very, very, very different. Drastically different at that. One person is avoiding hurt. One person is avoiding to hurt, is avoiding hurting someone. And it's like, you know, you as a a bystander, as a survivor or someone, you know, going through your everyday life, like, be a little bit more aware. Pay attention a little bit more. Are the people around you people that are protecting themselves from you? And if that's the case, why do people need to protect themselves from you? 
What's going on that people have to protect themselves from you? And then on the flip hand, it's are there people around you that are protecting you from themselves? And it's like, if that's the case, it's like, why? Why are they protecting you from them? You know, what could be the issue? Or maybe you don't even need to, maybe you don't even need to know the issue. Maybe you just actually need to listen. And when someone tells you, like, I'm not good for you and I'm a problem and you should stay away from me, like, maybe you should listen instead of kind of barking up that tree. And, and trust me, I've been in that position myself where, you know, when I was younger, I'd say, hey, 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 don't, don't, don't come over here. I ain't nothing but trouble. Not like, you know, bad traumatic trouble, but I had a slick mouth back in the day. But, you know, it's, it's something to think about. Like, there's people out there who are protecting themselves from the world. And there are people out there who are protecting the world from themselves. It's a little nuanced. Um, another one that I came, that I found, or I had came to the realization was, your, your partner or the people in your life who matter, they do far more than you're actually aware of. And the reality is, right, it's kind of tied to the first one where we, we take things for granted. You know, sometimes with people, we're a little bit just so focused on their shortcomings, what they don't do, what they could do better, what they should be doing, what we wish they were doing, what they weren't doing at the moment, that you really, really miss out on what they're actually doing. And it's so easy. It's so easy to take for granted or to take advantage of what a person actually does or brings to your life because when they don't do that thing that you actually wish they did or you really wanted them to do in that moment it seems like the biggest thing in the world but I promise you like if they didn't do anything oh you'd feel it and the reality is it's like when you're in a situation now where the things that that person was doing whether it be your best friend close friend your partner, your spouse, when they stop doing or they stop serving in that function or that role in your life, and it's like what you're used to happening isn't happening anymore, all of a sudden you start to realize, whoa, this person was really filling in a huge gap that I didn't even know needed to be filled. And because they were doing it so well, you didn't even notice it was being filled. You only notice now that they're in a position where they're just incapable of doing it. And so it's like, even for me, like, you know, I've developed a, a greater appreciation for my wife because there are many things that my wife does that um, I like to say I appreciate my wife, but I kind of just got used to certain things. Like, I, I just didn't, there were things I never thought about, like, because she just took care of it and vice versa, I'd like to say, but it's ain't about me. But no, like, there's things that I just didn't, I don't think about, I don't worry about because she just always had it. And, um, she, she was positive along with me and she was really, really out of it. So I kind of, you know, did my best to step up and, you know, kind of do what I can to help out and, you know, hold things down. And then I started realizing like, man, you know, here are things that I've probably not even done since I was married only because she was really just holding it down. And it's things I never really even had to think about. And I was like, Wow. Like, she was really holding down more than I took time to consider or even, you know, sometimes appreciate because I just got so used to it. And it's like, you know, you take that and, you know, I want you guys to kind of look in the people in your life and 
yeah, I know it's so easy sometimes to be so focused on their shortcomings and the things that they do wrong and how they, they don't do this and how they don't do that. But like, man, take a second to to just kind of try to catalog as best as you can the people in your life. Like, if you want, just pause this right now and, you know, write your best friend, your your close family, the people that who, who really mean something to you. And just take some time to, like, write out all the things that they actually do in your life, whether it's sitting down and listening to you or picking you up whenever they need you to pick you up or, you know, spotting you a dollar here or there wherever you need one or giving you advice, sending you the right motivational whatever, or sending you this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, take a minute to kind of write down the things that the people you care about do for you and kind of just go over that list and, be you know, give yourself a moment to just, like, appreciate that because they don't have to do that nobody has to do anything for you really honestly the only person you really are obligated to care for in this world is your child and your spouse to some extent but like your friends and family who kind of go out of their way to be a blessing to your life like that's don't again don't take these things for granted and this kind of experience you know just living each day kind of just seeing like my wife had things down so much that I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, I wasn't even worried about it. So it makes you wonder, like, how many more people do we have in our lives who are doing things that we don't even worry about? They're doing things that we don't even consider anymore because they just do it so well. And yet sometimes we have the nerve when they do fall short and they don't do what we would like them to be doing at the moment. We sit there and kind of treat them like they do nothing. And it's, it's really unfair, really unfair. You know, I mean, we're all human beings. We have our shortcomings. We can only do what we can do. And, you know, sometimes it's so easy to knock a person for what they don't do as opposed to appreciating them for what they actually do do. So, yeah, take some time for that. I got two more for you guys. This ain't going to be a long one. I got two more for you. Um, This one bugged me because I really had to come to terms with it. And it's that we work so hard, I mean so hard, that rest becomes uncomfortable. Like I'm in a position where I'm just so used to grinding, I'm so used to doing something, working on a project and pushing this, that just to do nothing, it bothers me. And there's like another aspect to that because it's like I'm tired of always doing something. I'm tired of always being busy and grinding. Like, I just want to kind of take a month of doing nothing. And I'm not even sure if I would enjoy that. I love the idea of it, though. But it's like we're constantly like in this grind and in and, and this, this, this overwork, hyper, like push yourself thing. And it's like, when do we actually take time to just relax? And when I say relax, I mean like not entertain a distraction that's going to pull your attention away, you know, not Netflix and chill. And like, when do we take the time to just kind of sit with ourselves and enjoy our own souls? And it's funny, right? Because I was having a conversation with a family member about, you know, finding purpose and how to really find what you're meant to do in this world. But it's like we live in such a world that is constantly keeping us so engaged. We never have enough time to just sit with ourselves and to search our souls. 
we just jump from distraction to distraction, from attention grabber to attention grabber. And we wonder why we struggle with finding out what our true purpose is. When really your true purpose won't be found until you search within. But to search within, you got to take time for that. But that can't happen if you're constantly going from work to work to work, from project to project to project, from grind to grind to grind. And it's just like, you never just take a moment. You just never take a moment. And the reality is, it's like we sit there spending all this time and energy paper chasing and trying to, you know, achieve as much as we can and be as great as possible. And it's like we're so in lust with the better version of ourselves. We're so enamored with the person who is smarter, who spent more time reading, who is in better shape, who has more money, that we're constantly chasing that person. And how often do we take time to just enjoy who we are right now? Flaws and all. Because guess what? When you lose weight, you're still going to have flaws. You're still going to want to be better. It's never going to stop. There's never a moment where you just suddenly like, ah, you know, I'm regular now. I've reached my, I'm plateaued. I've reached a point. I'm good. Nah, if you want to get better, you're going to feel that for the rest of your life. Always. So really, that means that you have to take moments now to just enjoy who you are. And sometimes that means like you got to break that cycle of just going from grind to grind from mental beatdown of from mental meat that beat down. Like sometimes you just, just enjoy who you are with the flaws and all and accept that. Look, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. And if you're worse off than when you were before, well, at least it's a level of self-awareness. And now you can start moving forward. I mean, honestly, if you listen to this podcast, that's a start. Cause I like to, you know, do my best to bring value to you guys and help you grow to be better people. So if you're listening to this, it's a start. But really, like, you know, all this work, all this grind, it's like for what? You know, I mean, if the doctor tells you that, hey, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, but you got two weeks to live. You're not going to spend the last two weeks grinding, trying to make money. Nah, you're going to go out and have experiences. You're going to go places you've never been talk to people you haven't spoken to in a long time. And it's like, why do we need, why do we keep waiting for grim situations to activate the fact that we should be living right now? Mm-mm. We work too much. Don't get me wrong. Work hard for your goals. Try to achieve your goals. There's definitely things that I want to achieve because I want freedom. I want once a year, I can take two to three months off and I'm fine. And it's no big deal. And the world doesn't collapse and I'm good. Like two, three months a year. I want that. And that's what I work for. But it's balance. Because does that mean until I reach that, I never spend time with my wife and my kid? Nah. And work-life balance is something even me I'm trying to learn. Because especially when you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business, it's like it's so easy to have zero balance. It's easy to just dive in and be a maniac. And it's just really not the point of life, honestly. And my last one, and I think this one is the most important one. Yeah, I think that's why I say this for last. And it's that you cannot rush everything. Respect things that simply take time. There are things that it doesn't matter what you do, how impatient you are, how much you click, how much you try to find the fastest solution. It doesn't matter what you do. You can't rush it. 
And the more you try to rush it, you're just going to beat yourself up. You're going to live into live in a world of frustration. And you're going to just exert energy that's not going to go anywhere. And this can go for many things like healing, for example. You can't rush healing. It doesn't matter how many seminars you go to or how many books you read. You can't rush healing. Healing just takes time. And as long as you embrace that and understand that this is just going to take time and I'm going to ride the journey and and I'm going to go where it takes me, then I'll be all right. Or, you know, losing weight the right way. There's so many ways to lose weight the wrong way. Yeah, you could do it super fast, but you're going to pay for it. Getting healthy, becoming healthy. I mean, even I even say losing weight. Becoming healthy takes time. Time and consistency. Relationships. Relationships take time. Like when I got married, man, I thought, all right, we're about to put in like six to seven months into work and my marriage is going to be what I always envisioned it to be. And I'm going on three months of marriage and my marriage ain't even like, not even like nothing of what I thought it was going to be in my head. And not to say it's bad. Marriage is great. It's just what I want combined with what my wife wants takes time. Takes time and consistency and intention. So it's not just time, it's time and intention. Like you really gotta be intentional about it. And if you just try to rush everything, like even success, man, you could sit there and feel like, man, by 25, I need to have it. By 30, I need to have it. By 35, I need to have it. Like some things just take time. And you could sit there and beat yourself up and 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 fight and try to microwave everything and try to take shortcuts and try to cheat and try to do all these things or just accept yo it's just life respect the things that take time enjoy the process allow it to help you grow don't fight it and find peace and joy in it yeah just take time and enjoy it there's so many things that i could keep going with the whole covid thing but i think these were like the most impactful five i hope you guys enjoyed this You already know what time it is. Leave a review. Share this with five friends. It's been a blessing, y'all. Peace out. Sell Speaks.